Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 7 again. Look at verse 14. And then tomorrow we're going to put uh, this week's devotions all in one contiguous thought because they do connect and they lead us straight into our sermon uh, this week. And it's going to review verses 13 and 14. Here's, here's verse 14. How narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life and few find it. Just in yesterday's devotion, we see, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road broad that leads to destruction. There are many who go through it. Today's verse, how narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life and few find it. So yesterday we talked about how as a Christian, going through that narrow gate, you're necessarily going to be going a different way from everybody else. You're going to be conspicuous. You're going to be peculiar. You are absolutely, unavoidably, conspicuous and distinctive as a Christian because the gate is narrow. But wow, what he adds to the teaching in verse 14 is the difficulty of the road. It's not only that the gate is narrow, furthermore, the road itself is difficult. But it's not difficulty for difficulty's sake. It's difficulty and it leads to life. Few people find it. So, Narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life, and few find it. Man, in Orlando, there's this tower. It's on the outskirts, you know, as you go kind of north on I-4, although I think, strictly speaking, I-4 is considered an east-to-west road. As it passes through the city of Orlando, it's basically going north, but then it kind of turns east toward, like, Daytona Beach, Ormond Beach, passes through these cool little towns, uh, like Sanford and stuff like that. Well, uh, there's this tower that was built by a Christian entrepreneur and he didn't complete it because he didn't count the cost. And so I find it like this big, it's the butt of a lot of jokes, actually. Um, I'm curious now, I'm filming now, even as Hurricane Ivan is making landfall and there are some locals who posted pictures of it saying like, all right, Ian, here's your assignment. So we'll see, uh, you know, it was, uh, we'll see if it's hurricane proof. But this, uh, this building became like an object of mockery and a literal example of not counting the cost before you follow Jesus. Like it's going to cost you everything. It is a difficult road. Few find it. Think back to the parable of the sower. Man, uh, it's not only difficult to plant a church in Seattle, it's difficult to plant things in Seattle because uh, there's roots of evergreens everywhere. But even if you're outside of the forests, there's rocks. There are rocks under the soil everywhere. It's so rocky. I never faced that difficulty when I grew up in Florida. I could step on a shovel and shove it like a foot into the ground without hitting anything. Uh, but that's not the case here. It's definitely not the case in Tennessee. Those of you who are my friends who are in Nashville, I know firsthand why it's called Rocky Top, because I planted a tree in our backyard when we lived there. It's, it's the rocky soil that at first looks like the heart of someone who's received the gospel, but then the sun comes out and scorches. This is somebody who hears the gospel of Jesus Christ and professes to know him, but the first time they face difficulty or pushback in their faith, they're out of there. They're gone. And by their departure from the Christian faith, according to 1 John, this evidences that they were never really saved. I don't believe that you earn your salvation by staying on the difficult path. Rather, because you're saved, you're going to experience the difficult path. 
You understand? Uh, you, you don't earn your salvation by enduring the difficulty. Rather, because you're saved, you can expect trouble in this life. That's exactly what Jesus told us in John 16, 33. You're going to have trouble in this life, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Count it joy when you experience the difficulties of this narrow road that few find. Because these experiences accompany our salvation they are afforded to us because we've been called by the Holy Spirit of God from darkness to light. As creatures who are native to the dark by our sin nature, this calling into the light, calling into repentance, this bright light that shines in the darkness that has not been overcome, it's a calling to repent, and that's contrary to our nature. You're going to see difficulty in repenting from sin. You're going to experience difficulty from non-Christians, but you're going to experience a lot of difficulty from fake Christians, the rocky soil Christians, the pseudo martyreo in the Greek text, right? The uh, Novum Testamentum. You're, you're going to experience pushback from people who claim the name of Christ but are actually unregenerate, have no evidence of the Holy Spirit within them and are tools of the devil himself. As a Christian, you're going to take a lot of arrows and the majority of them are going to hit you in the back because they come from other people who claim to know Christ. This is a difficult road. Our heaven is not on earth. We ask God to bring heaven to earth when we pray. Hence, every answered prayer, every prayer that's prayed in accordance with the will of God is a miracle. Heaven is heaven. This, however, is the difficult path, the narrow gate. There will be a day for eternal peace, prosperity, and rest where every tear is wiped from our well, that day is not today. Today is a day along the difficult path. How narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life, and few find it. Tomorrow, we'll zoom back out to verse 11, get a running start into our text for this weekend.